the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. These are lessons that we are focusing on here today on Way of Grace with Pastor Jessica Stan. There is an anointing to withstand, and there is a resurrecting power to overcome death. And the state of the believer in Christ is indeed true freedom. These are just a couple of points that we will consider today on Way of Grace with Pastor Jessica Stand as we continue our journey through Judges. We're looking once again at Samson. Today's message is called Bind the Strong Man, Judges chapter 15, verses 6 through 19. That's where we catch up with Pastor Jessica Stand here today on Way of Grace. John 18 will tell me that here comes Judas Iscariot with a whole band of, of, of uh, the rulers of uh, the high priests along with the rulers of the Roman Empire. And guess what they're coming to do? Bind him. That's false religion. And it shouldn't miss your point that the Judite tribes here is the same name as Judas Iscariot. And the word Judah in the Hebrew means to praise God. Is Judah praising God? No, he's praising the devil. Because the devil has already entered into him. And one of the manifestations of the devil is that he always wants to mock God. See, God is the one that binds and loosens. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, Peter, I give you the keys of the kingdom and whatever you bind, on earth will have already been bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will have already been loosed in heaven. The job of the church is to facilitate the spirit of the living God in liberating men and women from bondage. And if we do any binding, we're binding the satanic system, the satanic kingdom, and every policy that would go contrary to the word of the living God. Am I making some sense? This is the battle we're in. When the last time you bound a devil? That's a good word, isn't it? When the last time you bound a devil in Jesus' name? When the last time you opposed a foe that was trying to bind your brother or sister in Christ? When the last time you heard a policy coming out of these uh, wicked politicians that you said in your heart, Lord, give me grace to be a part of binding that demonic, ungodly, unconstitutional, inhuman, uh, insane policy. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? May God wake you up to the warfare. May he wake you up to the warfare because a lot of Christians are asleep or they're on the enemy's side. Who's on the Lord's side? I will give unto you the keys, authority of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall having been bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That's the battle of the church. 
You got children bound. What you doing? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So here's how it goes. This is quite remarkable. Let me finish this up. Here's how this goes. We are reading over in verse 12. We are come down to bound you that we bind you that we may deliver you into the hand of the Philistines. And Samson said unto them, I want you to hear this. Swear unto me that you will not fall upon me yourselves. We're getting ready to enter into a mystery. We're getting ready to enter into a mystery. You're getting ready to learn once again that Samson loved his people. But now he has to test them. Now, will you notice that Samson is not opposing their attempt? I'm preaching. He's not opposing their attempt. How come? Now, he's going to oppose these Philistines. You know that, right? He's going to oppose them, but he's not opposing his brethren. And that's because he loves them. See, you and I will put up with a lot of crap from people we love. Won't we? Even when they try to bind us. I got a few more minutes. Can I do this? So, and they will bind you with propaganda, your loved ones. They'll bind you with the narrative that does not come from God, but comes from the enemy. They'll seek to bind you by telling you you are wrong. And they're right. And you don't want to hurt them. But they're trying to get inside your head because they're working for the enemy. I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. Because some of us did that too. Well, maybe God opened your eyes. I hope he did. And you go back and say, sweetheart, honey, I was wrong. I was lied to. I didn't do my research. I became a parrot for the system. I was afraid. Now I know better. I never should have told you to be bound and trapped and snared and hindered and held back. That's not your nature. Children of God in Christ are free, liberated, righteous, justified. And the one thing that God made you to do is open your mouth and tell the truth as it is in Jesus. So what? It turns into controversy. Controversy simply means two conversations. You can have your opinion. I won't mind. Let's talk about it. And may the best man win. That's called constitutional freedom. Don't bind me so your narrative can prevail, particularly if it's a lie. And that's what I'm getting ready to show you now before I shut it down. Because good men know what the truth is. In the mystery of this battle, they will be willing to endure an optical lie. Because they know the optical lie will not always last forever. Did y'all hear what I just said? Right, because we follow after our master. This is why we're not Marxist socialists in the economic and militant sense. This is why we're not Islamists in that sense. Many of our Islamist friends got trapped by neo-Marxism too and were used to divide and conquer. I can tell you that now. And that's why they were willing to kill people. 
See, Jesus is not calling you and I to kill people. He's calling all of us to let truth prevail so that men and women can come to a saving knowledge of truth and be delivered from the ultimate enemy. Am I making some sense? But if that becomes the ethic that we follow, if the ethic that we follow is an ethic of propositional truth as a grounds of discourse with our fellow uh, uh, mankind, if the ethic that we follow becomes a discourse with our fellow mankind, we then are recognizing them as important even though they are in error in our mind. Because I want to hear your argument. I want to hear it all the way through. I want to know what your epistemological framework is. I want to know what your testimony is. I want to see the evidence. I want to know if you're coherent, if you're rational, if your evidence is valid. I want to know what your argument is. I want to see how strong your convictions are. I want to see if you have enough integrity that when I come back and shred your argument and show you the holes in it, that you're willing to admit that you got some flaws in your position because I'm ready to have mine exposed. I'm ready to have mine exposed. That's the world that a Judeo-Christian ethic built up until where we are today. Did y'all hear that, young man? The Judeo-Christian ethic built a system of innocent until proven guilty. Not guilty until proven innocent. That is your power dynamic under Marxism. Raise your hand, young people, if y'all got what I just stated. Because I want to help you. Because this battle is on. This battle is on. And this would work in your families, too. You got a position that I don't agree with. You're innocent until we can work through your position. I'm innocent until we can work through our position. Don't make me guilty because I don't agree with you. The burden of your proposition is on you to prove that it's right. You don't get to just make policies and then demand the government to force them on us and punish us when we say we don't agree. So you see what the Judites are doing? They came up to Samson and said, we're going to bind you. How pathetic. Do you know what they said? Samson, do you not know that the Philistines rule over us? Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? Do you see how deceived they are? They're in the promised land that God gave them. They're dwelling in the blessings that God gave them. They're walking in the authority that God gave them. And they're telling everybody they're slaves of the Philistines. And you know what Samson never did? He never upbraided them. He never called them self-righteous hypocrites. He never exposed them for the crime because he knew his job was to deal with their enemy. Am I making some sense? He knew his job was to do. And what's so damning about this on their part? Samson is already going to work, busting up the whole Philistine kingdom. What they should have been doing is saying, Samson, now we just hollered at them, but we up here. What you want us to do, man? We on your side. Give me some. Give me some. Samson, we on your side. Brother, when we got a brother who starts to deliver us before he even lets us know, 
We know you care about us. We know you care about us because we haven't seen this deliverance in a long time. The Philistines have been dominating them for 40 years. And so our dear brother Samson says, swear unto me that you will not fall upon me yourselves. This means he is voluntarily submitting himself to their bondage. That's John chapter 18, four. Here they come. Judas and the whole band. And Jesus says, whom do you seek? They said, Jesus of Nazareth. And Christ said, if you seek me, let these go. So just as Samson is being bound voluntarily, so your master was bound voluntarily. Y'all got that? That's John's gospel, chapter 8, 14 as well. And so we saw him bound and carried away. You see Jesus bound. The whole idea of binding is to imprison you, to stop your efficacy, to keep you from making an impact. And then once they bind you, they now want to work on you to either convert you to them or ultimately silence you. Now, really, they wanted to kill Samson. We do know this. What you do know, and we're going to see it in the next chapter, two to three messages from now, Samson is going to be bound and he's going to be grinding at the meal of the Philistines. And that's what they're doing to us right now. You don't see it, but it's coming. They have reduced us to ox and asses rather than dignified human beings that stand up right and look men and women in the face and with intelligence declare what's right. They're making you slaves of this system. Is that true? Can you see it? Can you see it? We're not there yet. Because on this one, what God is about to do for us is show us what I shared with you in the summer of COVID-19 in 2021, that whenever they kill the two witnesses, it's simply a temporary victory. It's a delusion. It don't last. It don't last. So notice what it goes on to say. Go back to our text. I want to walk this through. They're about ready for, for the conclusion. Notice what it says here. I'm in uh, chapter 15, uh, verse, uh, verse uh, 13. And they spake unto him, saying, No, but we will bind you fast and deliver you into their hand. But surely we will not kill you. And they bound him with two new cords and brought him up from the rock. See, they did the binding and they wanted the Gentiles to do the killing. This is why the ruler said to Pilate, crucify him, crucify him and release to us Barabbas. Y'all see it? Right. So this here is the conniving mechanisms of hypocritical religion when it's not willing to stand on the ground of righteousness and sell out the truth to the Gentile system. That's where our apostate churches are today. They're slaves to an ideology that has always been committed to stealing God's glory and bringing men and women into bondage by getting rid of the word of God and replacing it with man-centered ideology. Y'all got that? With man-centered ideology. 
I'm going to put a part two in this this way. I'm going to stop here and put a part two in this way. Now, notice what the text says. I'm just going to let this lift up and we're going to settle back down into it next week because I think you've got the narrative. I'm just going to let this text speak. Now, notice what it says in verse 15. I'm going to come back and unpack this more fully. Uh, nope, I'm going to start back at verse uh, verse 14. And when he came and when he came unto Lehi, the Philistines shouted against him. Do you see that? Children of God, they bought into a lie. The Philistines bought into a lie. The lie was the optic that Samson could be bound. They shout, no, happy, we got him. They're enjoying themselves. See, the shout is a shout of triumph. It's a shout of victory. It's a shout of confidence. We got him. And this would scare most carnal Christians. We know about the rejoicing of the wicked. The Bible says it's but for a moment. We know about the rejoicing of the wicked in Revelation chapter 11 when they killed the two witnesses whose bodies were laying in the street for three and a half days. And they bought and sold and gave gifts and had parties because of the optic of the two witnesses laid out. Now the carnal church might find themselves comforted by the death of the two witnesses. Can I tell you why? Because now that the death of the two witnesses have occurred, ain't no talking. They don't get to preach. They don't get to teach. They don't get to do apologetics or polemics. They don't get to do the gospel. Men and women won't be saved. Of course, the secular world loves that. Of course, because the secular world, along with carnal Christians, enjoy carnal pleasure and carnal peace. Am I making some sense? I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot hang out with Jesus without living with controversy. You can't live with Jesus without understanding we are in a perpetual battle. The peace you get to enjoy is peace in God, peace with God, peace from God, not peace in this world. And when you stand for Christ, you're standing for a truth that is not easily accepted in this world. You have to have the kind of resolve that is a sanctified disposition to be happy with truth if nobody else around you is. And most Christians don't because most Christians are so trapped in their feelings and emotions that they value the affirmation of their friends more than they do the truth and affirmation of God. Am I making some sense? But let me show you the lie. And the lie is in the way the spirit of God has moved in Samson's life. Every time Samson is in a real serious dilemma where his mission is about to be halted, guess what happens? The spirit of God rushes up on him. He's walking down to get his bride. And he passes through the vineyards, and I already told you that, you know, he had grown up never, ever even coming close to the vine. And now he's grown, he slips over by the vine and finds a lion there ready to devour him. First time the Holy Ghost comes upon him, he tears the lion apart with his own hands. 
That's the spirit of God saying, Samson, you have a job to do and nothing in hell will stop you from doing it. Here we go. They come now shouting because they want to take him and the spirit of God rushes in and moves upon Samson. Does he not? Listen to what it says. And the spirit of God came mightily upon him and the cords that were upon his arm became as flax that was burnt with fire and his bands loosed from off his hands. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. We in trouble now. I'm talking about the Philistines. We in trouble now because the man we wanted bound is loose. The man we wanted to kill is set free. Our greatest fears have come upon us. And this is a repeated principle through the word of God. Joseph's own brothers tried to bind him. The next thing you know, he's prime minister of Egypt and they're serving him. Do you see that? And then Nebuchadnezzar thought that he could take uh, Mishael, Hananiah, and Azariah and throw them into the burning fire. They took him when they said, man, we don't care anything. about. We're not even nervous. This is what I'm going to teach us about sanctification. Because if your thoughts are right, then you can get your emotions right. And then you can do the will of God. We're not even nervous, Neb. We're not even nervous. You can do what you want. You can let us go now or you can let us go later. And one way or the other, we've been bought with a price, the precious blood of Jesus Christ. God has liberated us in Christ and freedom is our identity. They threw those brothers in the fire and they looked up and there was a praise worship going on. All three of those brothers Plus, the Lord Jesus Christ was in the midst of the fire. Nebuchadnezzar said, give me my glasses. I thought we threw three brothers in, bound, bound. I see three men plus four loose praising God. There is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus that walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the spirit, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death in order that the righteousness of the law might be worked through us to God's glory. Listen. The gospel is about freedom on the grounds of Christ's righteousness. If you are a free man or woman in God, it means you've been justified. God has paid for your sins and no devil in hell gets to bind you, at least not permanently. So I'm going to help some of you who are trying to walk through this. You will have temporary bondages. You will go into temporary captivities, but you're going to have to believe that God is going to show up in a minute because he paid for you. He paid for you. You're going to have to wait on God to show up and prove to the world that the optic they see us in our bondage is a lie. It is a temporary confinement until God shows up. 
Now that good old fashion whipping that he gave them a few verses ago, he getting ready to tie that tail up some big time. Now, I like MMA fighting. So I'm going to come back and talk about it next week and show you how God works by his spirit to fight our battles for us when we're willing to stand with him in the battle. Amen. We are out of time today. We'll close our program out here and pick up where we left off next time we're together here on Way of Grace with Pastor Jesse Gastand. Thank you for spending a few minutes with us today. We trust it was profitable in your walk and relationship with Christ. Our goal here at Way of Grace is to make sure that you are growing in Christ, that you are living a life worthy of the calling that has been placed on your life from the gospel. If you have questions, comments, prayer requests, as always, you're welcome to reach out to us here at Way of Grace. Our phone number is real easy. You can reach out to us at 510-886-9782. That's 510-886-9782. You can also reach us at our website, grace-bible.com. And you can email us from that website as well as find out more about us, who we are, what we believe worship opportunities. In fact, our worship opportunities are really quite simple. Sundays at 1030, we meet here at the church in Hayward. We also have a Friday evening Bible study at 630 and then a Tuesday evening prayer and Bible study at 630 as well. For more information, again, grace-bible.com or call 510-886-9782. Reach out to us by mail if you want to write, 22768 Main Street. That's 22768 Main Street, Hayward, California. The zip code is 94541. As always, it's a pleasure spending time with you here in God's Word, growing in His grace. Until next time, may Christ be your way of grace. I care what they might say. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.